dropping jewels. So, 2021 is a new year. However, the mechanics for dropping jewels are gonna change. Instead of doing affiliate marketing, I told myself why not support and advertise our dearest local home-based businesses or small businesses from now on, especially during COVID. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier on. So, expect food, apparel, services like design, photography, video, I don't know, babysitting or massage, you tell me. And I'm going to do all this for you guys for free. So if you do want to advertise, drop me a DM, you know where to find me. And today, it's going to be photography and videography. So this is a service provided by one of my good friends, Sharul Azmi. Ever since COVID, some small businesses might be struggling to stay afloat. Having a website and social media alone is not enough to sell your products. You need product photos, promotional and testimonial videos as your marketing tools. And it takes time to source for people. Now, Sharul has been doing design for the past 15 years and has been doing photography and videography as a side hustle. To assist you as a business owner, you can book Sharul for your visual collaterals so you can concentrate on your product. Visit him at sharulazmi.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. In five, four, three, two, one. Offside. Welcome to yet another episode of The Red Room. I'm just kidding. You are, you're right. You are listening. You're right. You are listening to Offside with me. Who else, right? Your host, Shida Osman. You're still, it's the correct show. The reason why I'm saying red room is if you watch the video and you know how my room looks like, it has a red light just at the back of it here. I'm showing it. And also, um, I've had so many comments about the, and I sleep in red lights because my eyes, like it's dry right now because like the white lights are so bright. But um, I sleep with red lights and also uh, people were saying that, oh my god, it's like a sex dungeon. Or, oh my god, because you know, my Chinese friends always have, um, you know, praying shrines and they always have that red light, which I am ignorant not to know and I should ask them one day. So yeah, it's been called all sorts of salacious and cult and everything wrong and, you know, everything Satan about this red light but it's just for me to sleep and i have my green time light sensitive so yeah but i hope you guys are doing well <laughs> wherever you are listening from in the world i am inappropriately dressed for today's topic but um and i look a little bit tired so forgive me um i hope your week has been all well it is sunday today here and i just want to say that i hope you had a good productive week hopefully and we propel to be better human beings who not only like sex and evolution anyways i'm babbling so let's get into the topic of today once again let me just say inappropriately dressed such a hole um so there has been i'm reluctant to actually cover this topic but with enough um push (laughs) and i think it should be addressed uh So yeah, here I am. So there has been this thing, um, there was this issue with donning the hijab here in Singapore. Now for those international listeners, for those of you, sorry, I was just putting aside my my, uh, Kindle and my cup. So for those of you who are listening internationally, let me just tell you that Singapore is a very multicultural country and um, our ethnicities, the people who are living in Singapore, 
the demographics are they are Malay, they are Chinese, they are Indian, um, uh, they are Eurasians. Uh, we have expats here. We have you know everyone from all corners of the world, and religion-wise as well, there is a place of worship for each and every religion. As far as I know, there's a synagogue, um, there is a church, there is a Christian church, there is a Catholic church, there is Indian temple, there is a mosque, uh, there is temples for Buddhists as well. So it's quite good here, you know, it's quite like everyone is here and it's quite nice. So the issue with the hijab is um, for the longest time, I think you can only see... I know Singapore is a first world country and I have no complaints over it. I love my country itself, even though, you know, it can be better in a, in a few areas, but I have no complaints, even though I'm struggling sometimes, but um, that's fine. That's my own struggles. Uh, the issue was, as a first world country, we should be able to allow Muslim women to don the hijab in their jobs. Uh, the only times that you can see women who wear the hijabs at their workplace is probably retail. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. My brains is like fried today. But uh, retail, uh, you can see uh, Muslim women working and donning their hijabs in FMB cafes. That's so far. Oh, and mosque as well, of course. And of course, Muslim organizations as well, lah, right? But um, those are the only ones that I've seen, you know, uh, ladies. I might forget some, but pardon me. But those are the only places that I see Muslim women donning the hijabs uh, while they're working. So there was this conversation about it should be equal and that, you know, Muslim women shouldn't be uh, discounted or prohibited from working at certain in certain designations because they wear the hijab. Um, and it was a popular conversation um, especially in the medical industry, especially in hospitals. So people were saying that Muslim women should be nurses and they should be able to wear the hijab and be nurses. I honestly don't know what the reason is behind that, that women, uh, Muslim women actually uh, can't on the hijab in hospitals. I might be ignorant to that. But yeah, this is solely from my observation. So that was the conversation. People were saying that first world country, but you don't allow your Muslim women to wear hijabs. <laughs> which is a good, prog- it's a progressive, you know, conversation, which is good. But uh, I'm going to get to the story of, I'm going to weave it with the Clubhouse app and the conversation inside it that I had about the hijab issue. So that was the issue uh, that was happening in Singapore and was a big hoo-ha about it to the point that one religiously... <sighs> To the point that one religious leader actually got called um, Ustad Bangsat. I mean, and then translation in English, uh, Ustad is a uh, Muslim religious leader. And that particular Ustad or leader was called... I don't know what the direct translation for Bangsat is. Bastard? I don't know. Asshole? Yeah, it was a bad word anyway. So the reason behind that was because... You know, he's a religious leader and I think the person who sent that to him uh, wasn't happy that... Oh, prior that there was... There was... There was a post... This is what I heard, okay? There was a post that the Ustad or religious leader actually put on his social media. But when I saw it... You know how you always post something... It's like art. People actually interpret um, whatever you say and art. 
differently. One person can get offended and then the other person will be like, oh, but that's okay. So I was the okay side. So the post, the the post that the Ustad posted was, he said that, you know, uh, this is along the lines, not the exact words. Please don't take me word by word. But it was, uh, it, his post was along the lines that sometimes it's good that, it's right that people with uh, brains have opinions because if people who don't have the right perspective have opinions, it's going to destroy. So it's along that lines that he said that. Um, and at the end, he said that um, I am happy that I am always called to voice out my opinions in this kind of situations. Now, rewind from those two paragraphs i can understand why the person actually might misinterpret what he said but i was on the okay side because i have an open mind in the matter that everything that you say can be used against you at any single point in time even now if i say this kind of shit people are going to be unhappy you know or happy about it but i think people like this goes back to all the podcast episodes that i had before and you know like the 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 you know there's a couple there's a lot of topics that people actually get offended of and they're not willing to have a conversation about they just immediately you know tell the person that oh my god you suck for thinking about that without that's only on the surface without even thinking of the depth of the paragraphs that the person has said and the funny thing is well, at least, yeah, this person actually said it directly to that person lah. To that, you know, ustad and religious leader. I know I'm trying to find the good points, but of whatever this person said was just, it's just dumb lah. But anyways, um, so with that happening, uh, let's go to the Clubhouse app. It's funny how everything just, you know, blew out of proportion just within a snap and immediately like that. Um... Prior, I think it was about two weeks ago or three weeks ago that I actually had my virgin conversation. Oh my god, my throat is so dry. Conversation. My throat is so dry. Um, conversation on Clubhouse app. If you guys haven't heard of it, uh, it's actually quite fucking awesome. The reason why I'm sighing is because I had an idea similar to that and I just watched it being taken away. Uh, anyways... It's always like that. When you have ideas and you don't have the money, your ideas will always be taken away and then, you know, uh, it's on a better execution. But anyways, brains, thought process. Uh, so Clubhouse app, I had a virgin conversation. It was so fun. It was a, it was a good conversation with, you know, uh, people from the local community, people who <laughs> listen to another podcast, apparently, which I'm also a fan of. Uh, people are going to slay me for saying that, oh my God, you're still a fan, whatever, I don't care. Um... But yeah, uh, we were talking about we were like-minded lah in that chat room. So and it was it was mostly Malays from all walks of life. So we were talking, 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 and then we were running out of you know topics to talk about. And then one of the members, um, so awesome, uh, one of the members were talking about why why not we talk about the hijab issue that is happening right now. And I was like. Because I, you guys know me, I try, for the, for the regulars, you know that I always try to stray away from, you know, trending topics. Try to do that right now. Uh, but yeah, I always try to stray, stray away from it. So I was like, yeah, okay, this should be interesting. So everyone placed their opinions. Everyone was saying that, you know, uh, just derive from 
bits and pieces of the conversation. If you want, you join like, the conversation so you know what we're talking about. But anyways, <laughs> hey, you know, bits and pieces of opinions. People were saying that, you know, the religious leaders and the Muslim organizations weren't doing that much to help fight for the right that Muslim women should be able to don the hijab. Um, and then people were saying that, you know, um, this has been a long time issue. It's a first world country with a third world country perspective and all that kind of thing. And then I came in with, look, let me just reiterate that I am all for my women to, you know, don the hijab and should not be prohibited of... Because of their hijab, they shouldn't be stopped in doing whatever career they want, you know. But of course, I also understand that in the context of Islam, you have to follow the country that you're in. And I'm completely okay with that. So I'm I'm always grey, you know. I'm neither black or white. Sometimes, some things, yeah, I would have my really adamant opinions on it. But... Like, it's, you know, it's clearly written there. Um, so, I um, continued with... Okay. Growing up being a Malay Muslim here in Singapore, in all honesty, and I think this happens for every other cultural, you know, community as well. Indians, Chinese, everybody has their set of problems. But this is solely from my observation and what I've seen for myself. There is, without everybody wearing the hijab... There is already the segregation of I am holier than you. That segregation. And I think anyone, any Malay Muslim who listens to this, this is an internal problem where... And it's not even religious, you know. It's an individual problem where... It's a judgmental problem where people people who who has a certain... Who has studied tremendously, some, not all, huh? tremendously about our religion has, you know, their heads in the ivory towers thinking that, you know, they are the gatekeepers of paradise, thinking that they are the only ones who would go to paradise and everyone who has tattoos, who doesn't don the hijab, who does entertainment for heaven's fucking sakes. Not all, I'm just saying some But it's just backwards thinking in our internal community itself. So there's already that problem, you know, the segregation of I'm holier than you. So I pose this question and tell them that if the change and the allowance of... um, I know this has got nothing to do with it, but it has got everything to do with it as well. If there is a change allowing Muslim Malay women to don the hijab, being a nurse everywhere basically everywhere you know in career wise in being a nurse being a policewoman and everywhere else can we be reassured that in our community we will be better people and we won't poison one another and you know just as simple as seeing someone who don who dons the hijab and then they have to take a smoke and saying shit about stuff like that and saying that that person is gonna go to hell Look, I'm all for it. Like, I I honestly just mind my own business. But come on, how many times have you heard your friends or whoever, the older generation, if you see someone, of course, of course, once again, I say that I am grey and I am flexible as well. Of course, I understand donning the hijab is a huge responsibility and I have mad respect for it. But sometimes people have got to live. You also have to have humanity. Doesn't mean that a woman who dons the hijab and smoke is a bad person. You cannot hold your idea of values 
or your beliefs and shove it into someone else's throat and immediately say shit about that person. So that was why I posed that question because there's already that toxic poison in the community itself. How can we be reassured that we're going to be good people and not say shit about other people and make the our own people feel like shit? How are we going to be okay with that? How are we going to make sure that it doesn't happen? That's, you know, point number one. Point number two, my bitches. Point number two, I'm, I don't know why I'm out of breath. I think because my cycle is coming once again. And I think I have been smoking. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then my next point is, I actually wrote it here because it's like three of them. So I, I, I cannot remember. Oh, and the other point is, Mm. So I was I was posing the question that if once again, if it really happens and it is okay, there's a clearance for all Muslim Malay women to actually wear the hijab in any career designation that they have. How can we be sure? And we have to understand that the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if it is allowed, the magnifying glass will be on us as a community as well. Now, without everyone wearing the hijab, everybody is all over the place and saying shit about each other. We need to be better if the government, a higher authority actually is nicer to us and allow us. Can we confirm that if there is equality for... it, It's only fair if all the other religion will be able to don their, you know, like religious outfits as well. So imagine if the hijab is, is you know, uh, there's a clearance for it and everyone can wear it. Um, there should be clearance for everyone to wear the kippah as well for Jewish uh, at work. Um, also for the Sikh, um, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, you know how you see Indians uh, wear turban, right? And it's called the Dasta, if I'm not wrong. I'm trying my best. Um, so with that, I'm just asking the masses to think. Will you be okay with seeing if the hijab is allowed with seeing all the other religious outfits being donned and not being racist about it because here's the thing that we on a daily basis have been fed and for the longest time in our life have been fed lies and misinformation about certain religions and all that kind of stuff whatever you believe let me just say this before everyone just say yeah but we are taught this let me just say whatever you believe you believe in but we have to have an amount of humanity and respect and tolerance. So far, it has been so good in Singapore. But will we be okay with that, that everyone is wearing it and we won't be childish and just say, ha ha ha, they, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. Will we be okay with that? Will, will we not use our religion card when everyone can wear their religious outfits? Will we be okay with that? Because it's only fair that way, right? You know? Um, and... I think the other important thing is we shouldn't be influenced by foreign influence with whatever is happening in the world if we were to move forward and allow um, donning of the hijabs. I don't know what the reasoning behind it of not allowing it um, for because I think it's a uh, it's a very old and deep-rooted issue that has been discussed for the longest time. If it's for safety, you know, um, of course I think this is a lesser likely... Uh, reason that you know that um, they want to protect their citizens from going overseas and wearing the hijab because you know everybody everybody is eventually going to die <laughs> but um, it's nice that they're having this conversation because it is a conversation that needs to be held 
because you know the only the core of the thing is they just want to know why why cannot that's it they just want to know why cannot must have an answer to everything that you do you have to have a backup answer so that people will be oh, okay of course the people will not be okay with it but certain people will be okay with it as well so yeah um and <laughs> the other thing that i said in that clubhouse conversation app was this is going back to foreign influence I said, I don't know why, but sometimes I, I, I feel like I say the shit that is going to accumulate and stir up shit one day. But this is honestly how I feel. I, I also said that amongst the two points that I gave, I said that because of foreign influence, it feels to me, take George Floyd, for example, that incident. It feels to me that the whole white world is on a progression of fighting for their own right. It's progressive, yes, but picture this. LGBTQ, and I am not against this. Let me just say I am all for humanity. Everyone can live their life. But but let me open up your eyes and let me let you see. Foreign influences, George Floyd, for example. They have had a racism issue, America, for the longest time. It is deep-rooted. And when that happened, I actually said it in one, said it in one podcast that... The whole white world will follow true. True enough, after that, um, in our Singaporean news, there has been, this is the one that I know of, there has been a reported case of teens um, who wants to, one, at that point, I think the first one was uh, who wanted to, yes, that's what I remember. There was a teen who wanted to go into a mosque because... He was inspired by the New Zealand shooting. Okay? Foreign influences, ah, The power of foreign influences. And I'm not saying that foreign influences are bad. It's just that the perspective of someone can be... And the influence is huge like that. So that's the first one. I think the second one that I heard was a teen who wants to um, inflict hurt in a synagogue. So that's why I said foreign influence. How can we be sure that when we allow the clearance for our women, our precious women to don the hijab, that their safety will be reassured. Imagine if there was to be... And I'm still questioning. This actually makes me sad. I wanted this to be like a happy episode. But this makes me sad that I, I, I thought about the pictures that I saw of the reports of the teens who wanted to, you know... Um, attack the places of worship it makes me scared because now pushing aside the hijab issue it makes me scared that people can have so much hatred and actually go to a place of worship and inflict hurt on someone I don't know where the hell that kid those kids actually get you know their weapons huh? but it sickens me as hell huh? so yeah that was the, the, the other thing that I post in the clubhouse conversation and I said that how can we be who are we gonna blame if those kind of shit happen you know but of course it shouldn't it shouldn't prohibit us in believing our own religion it should be stronger you know like how it happened in a New Zealand shooting it was so sad but it was so good how it happened in the courthouse that the shooter actually had that so that was the other point the last point is I use the LG I also posed another question I, I use the LGBTQ um fights for their rights as an example as well 
The reason why I actually use that as an example is because in all honesty, they are fighting for the same rights. You know, just a chance to be able to be not judged, for them to live their own life, for them to... And they're fighting for a common cause. And I gave that as, as an example. And the other thing is, I also gave an example and I, I give compliments to that because they're actually fighting for their own right to be on this earth, you know? Um, and I was saying that because of foreign influence as well and because of George Floyd, how can we be reassured that we will not be influenced? Because right now in this crazy world, everyone is fighting for their right for differences and that's why i actually give credits to the lgbtq community because they're fighting for a common right whereas everyone else in the world is fighting for their own difference but willing to hurt the person just next beside them and saying shit about them it's like my right i need to be this you don't you know believe in my rights you should listen to me and then they would inflict hurt. I'm not saying all. I'm just saying that's the context of fighting for one's right right now. It has gotten to an alarming level that people are so willing to hurt the person next to them. Just so their rights can be heard. Of course, for a change... Here's the thing. For a change to happen, people should know that it is not instantaneous. And I'm going back to the hijab issue. People should know that changes are not instantaneous. It takes years for changes to happen. And what the masses, the commoners can commoners, commoners can do is, instead of making noise, do something and assist. Make sure that there is a safe space in the transition of a change happening. Think of all the questions that I've told you before. Do you think that we can save each other when shit goes down? Because there are, I'm going to tell you, there's bound to be a couple of idiots who will be influenced and who will be, oh my god, I hate Muslims. And then I'm just saying that people like this exist for every religion, religion, for every race. Look at what is happening to the Asian communities in America. How many women that die in that spa because of one idiot? Because of one goddamn fucking idiot? How can we protect our people? How? How can we have a sense of humanity and how can we, you know, give the reassurance that especially with the clearance of it, I am so scared that shit would happen. That's it. That's my whole concern. It comes from the bottom of my heart that I care, you know, and that's why I'm having this conversation because there are idiots. <laughs> and that's it. That's what I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> I'm almost at the verge of tears. Such a crybaby. Because I... I am in all honesty furious over what is happening in the world right now. I can't control it. Like, I... I yeah. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect me. It does. And um, I just hope, you know, we as individuals, we try to become better people instead of wanting someone else to change for us. You know? Um, I don't think that is the way. I don't think people should shove their ideas down someone else's throat because it makes them it makes them feel comfortable. Um, case to case basis, and I'm talking about the hijab issue right now, and I'm just saying that 
people should work on themselves, man. Like, I'm saying from all walks of life, commoners, people like you and me, you know, governments, presidents, there's so much that we can change about ourselves and we can make it a better place and much more of a safe space in comparison to make it like a daylight warfare zone where everyone disagrees with everyone and then someone go and fire and say shit. Why? Like, life is so short. We should love each other and I should learn about that red light in my <laughs> Chinese friends praying shrines I don't know what it's called but I will ask them so yeah that was my concern um yeah I, I, I think this is a good offside topic and I hope you know whenever you have opinions be careful just as long as it's building for me um yeah that's about it just as long as it's building if it's gonna break don't you have to have a balance of standing up for your right i would stand up the fuck up for my right um but i would also think of the bigger picture think of the bigger picture think deeper think deeper deep truth yeah <laughs> um yeah that's about it uh anyways updates on a dossier uh <laughs> i suddenly got fired up in this I, I think my brains are on fire right now. Like, I'm so exhausted from thinking. There's so many things that is happening right now. Um, don't forget to tune in to A-Dossier to find your sanity because of the collaboration that I have with Disconnect. And we actually covered a lot of really good topics on holistic ways of how you can help yourself and how you can propel in life it's basically calling you back to reality and, you know, just look straight. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Live your life and stop bullshitting and following the narrative of the present societal guidelines, you know, that kind of stuff. So, good stuff. Um, MK is a really good... Um, whatever he's doing is brilliant uh, here in Singapore. So he has. Uh, if you haven't tuned in, you should check it out because he is a social. He is one half of the social artists of Honey and Lamy, and they do, um, and they are in disconnect, and they do um, art installments in conjunction with mental health, um, and I think it's just brilliant. And we need more conversations like this, you know, um, not for discourse, but to communicate. Because even in relationships, communication is a problem. Who the fuck are we kidding? Ha ha ha. If not, why would there be divorces? Why would there be divorces? So yeah, and the other thing is, uh, I am excited for an upcoming episode that is going to be released on A Dossier. Never in a gazillion years, you would think this designation exists in Singapore. Nothing controversial, something intellectual. Uh, controversial later on, huh? that will be, but in the works. Um, yeah. I hope you get excited over it because it has got something to do with the human behavior. Mm-hmm. Of course, updates is going to be on my Instagram. Lah, huh? So that's about it. And I hope you guys will take care of yourself. Please hug the person who is beside you. They are flesh and blood. If they're assholes to you, call their bullshit because they would hate your guts if you do that to them. But call their fucking bullshit. Why not? Why not? Too short to not tell someone that you're pissed off about them. <laughs> but yeah, tell the people that you love and matters the most to you. That you love them. Because life is really short. Yeah. 
spread legs, not hate. <laughs> Such a ho! But yeah, um, I love you guys. Until the next episode of Offside. I'm sorry if that episode was a downer, but I love you. And I hope you open your mind and be better people. So, as for me as well. Love you. Goodbye. Offside.